following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Campin' Out, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. And now your host, Shannon Gross. Saturday, live from training camp, the second day of practice. The pads will come on Tuesday, but for now, we got to see the second look at this team, this coaching staff. We're going to try to out-talk the leaf blower over in the corner <laughs> of the tennis court. But welcome to the show. This is Camping Out. This will be Camp your out. your daily look back at practice. It'll be Shannon Gross. That's me. Joined by my cohort from uh, Hanging with the Boys normally. Award-winning. Award-winning. Yes. Uh, six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champ, Nate Newton. And normally... We have a special guest today, and, you know, this guest will fit right in with this show because usually we have to compete with Jesse Holly talking, and we have to, you know, kind of relinquish the floor to him. Right, right. We might have the one person on the staff that can out-talk Jesse Holly on the show today, so... Mickey Spagnola, welcome to the show, and we will let you talk as much as you want to talk today. So I will, I will take that as a huge compliment. You should. That's you should. right. You should. Because you know when we did talking cowboys, half the title of the show was talking. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So you're supposed to talk, right? You are, Mick. You are, Mick. It's, it, hey, it's a pleasure having you here. Hey, good to be with you, and I'm glad we got a little teepee up there or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, great. shade. Hey, I tell you what, it was the Chris Beam and very, Will. very overcast and a little drizzle this morning. And I tell you what, when that when that little marine layer cleared out, yeah. it got warm really Instantly. quick. Yeah. Instantly. Yeah. I had long wow. sleeves on. I had my sweatpants on. And all of a sudden, I just start shedding stuff here yeah. now. But it's funny because we forget real quick when we get out here how hot it yes. is in Texas because it gets up to 85 here, and we're, we're like, oh, my God, it's it's so hot. You know, you mentioned the leaf blower two years ago. Invariably, when we started in the morning, the guy was blowing leaves off the tennis court when we were <laughs> – farther over there right yes you know i had to go and kindly ask him and it was somebody on our staff it wasn't like you uh, know you know it was somebody a, it was the marketing interns right ah. putting their college education to use <laughs> with the leaf blowing board. leaves Look, right looks like a hotel employee for this time oh this time yeah All they're right. a little further away if they get too close we might have to get I had to get Chris to go regulate for us. Hey, will, didn't so. uh, before we get a little breaking news here, didn't the NFL come in and check out a layout today? They were supposed to be here uh, analyzing things. Yeah, yes. and 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 it works. Yeah, it works because I got at a, I, I was going through this checkpoint. Uh huh. And all of a sudden, the young ladies, hey sir. Uh, are you a coach? I'm like, uh, I started to lie. Uh, oh, so you tried to take uh, your shortcut. Uh, she said, uh, uh, where are you at in the book? Uh, I said, well, uh, I just tried to walk, run and walk and tried to, <laughs> I tried to run away. Yeah, but I had to shuffle away. Thank you, NFL, for doing your job. So it works. The checkpoints it, it, work. It works, man. They ain't playing. Well, good. That's good to know. Wow. I feel safer. Well, you know what? As a, as a matter of fact, when I – came back from my bike ride this yes. morning 
and I stopped at the gate, and the young lady, I pulled it out of my little pouch right. and showed her my badge and put it away. And all what'd of a sudden, you, one of you the, pull out of your pouch, Mickey? My badge. Oh, okay, okay. And and one of my, one, I think the guy was like a supervisor, right. comes strutting up. He goes, sir, do you have a badge? Just like that. Right. And she, she very meekly says, oh, I already checked it. Yeah. So you wow. got your badge checked this morning. Wow. Twice. Twice. <laughs> you know, when you see the person that's at that guard gate, when you leave and you smile and I wave and we talk, then when you come back, they want to see your badge. Yep. Yeah, well, they're doing yeah. their job. Yeah, that's good. To uh, know. Can't that's slip good in to here. Oh man, for real. We're, we're, so we're safe. Well, good. I I feel safe. I don't know how safe I feel on this show with you two, but I feel safe in my room and on this property. So, speaking of of checking things out, what did you guys check out today? We'll start with you, Nate. What did you observe? And did anything, it's hard to tell, everybody looks good in shorts, but did anything jump out at you that, that kind of stood out? You look, who'd you look at today? What position I looked group? at, I went to the defensive line today. Because uh, you, like to, you like to focus in on one group yes, per practice, yeah, right? Yes, it, it, especially early before they put on the pass. This is a mandate that they do four practices now, Mick. You got it. It used to be three, now they do four. Uh, tomorrow I'll be trying to look at the linebackers and, and uh, the secondary, but I'm telling you, these guys look crisp as a, as a unit. I mean, I, I understand about not having on pads, but lining up in the correct place, uh, snapping off the ball. And I'll tell you, Quinn got – and I watched individual drills. We can probably get into it later. When we watched the individual pass rush, every guy getting off on the ball. I mean, it, it's a few guys may have jumped offside, which is, is understandable early in camp. But I'm talking about not being late off the ball. He got guys very tentative to that ball and getting off the snap, getting off on the snap. And uh, they're, they're enthusiastic about it. And uh, we're getting to Randy Gregory, man. Uh, I was next to the great Brad Sham. And I'm like, put the gold jacket on him, Brad. Brad's got him in the Hall oh, of Fame already. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> yeah. he, I, I'm serious. He told me, we was looking, he said, what are you looking at? So I'm looking at defense line today. He said, man, this is a breakout year for, for Greg, I'm telling you. And I, I'd never seen Brad just love on a player like that. And, and the first play, well, I'm not even going to until we get it. But, bro, Brad Sham, man, I, I better bring him a chair. I thought he was going to faint over this guy. <laughs> Mick, what what did you watch today? What what did you observe? I, a couple things. But first I'll tell you that Randy Gregory was my pick before we got to training camp okay. to be the guy that stepped up right. and All made right. a difference. Let's right. go. And so far it looks really good, right? Okay, okay. So, uh you know, I, I kept an eye on kind of the seven-on-seven seven drills. They had they had one what they called four-on-five, so they mm. were only playing, the quarterbacks were only playing one half of the field. So it was four offensive guys and five defensive guys. Right. And um, you know what I've noticed, and even when they went to seven-on-seven seven in team, from a defensive standpoint, there seems to be far fewer, if any, busted coverages. It's like everybody's on the same page, which was not the case last year, not the case in training camp, and not the case in games. Golly, there were so many, so <laughs> many busted, bad, so many busted coverages year, last year. No, I'm saying last year <laughs> there were so many busted coverage, and they just seem more organized. And and maybe it's because they had an off season. Maybe because they had an off season in person. You know, the teaching is a lot yeah. easier. 
Uh, but I, I noticed that. And, and they were running guys in and out on that defensive side of the ball. And one of the things it looks like Dan Quinn wants to do is he wants to play matchup defense. Like, okay, you got this out there. Now I'm going to match you up with not just my standard 11 starters. I'm coming in with backups and, and, or substitutes, and, and we're going to match up that guy's skill to the skill you're putting out there. And it seems like that's the way everybody's like, how are you going to get all these guys on the field, especially the linebackers? Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. looks like he's got different packages for every situation you can think of and running in there. Like when they're in three linebacker, Micah Parsons, the strong side linebacker, and he's he's lining up on the line of scrimmage and going one-on-one with the tight end. And then when they go to the backup nickel package at this point, he's the middle linebacker when they're in two linebacker sets. So, yeah, they're just rolling guys in and out, but it, it looks organized. So I think that that's made an impression on me these first two the, practices. The common denominator, no matter what defense they're in, Parsons is going to be on the field. I tell you what. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was a play. It was a, it was a extended kind of play. Right. CD got loose. Oh, it was ran, the scramble, yeah. dr- the scramble drill. drill. Yeah. Yes, sir. CD ran up the seam, and and Micah took him and ran step for step with CD. What was it, Mick? Thirty, forty yards down the field. It, uh, it might have been even more than that yeah. because yeah. they ended up close to the end zone, and and I can't remember who was standing next to me, and and they said something about, man, did you? Did you see CD? He, he, he was just kind of lollygagging at the line of scrimmage like he had run just a little stop pattern. Mm-hmm. And then when the quarterback started scrambling, he took off, right? And he got that far downfield for that deep pass. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, it was first round versus first round because the first rounder this year was right with him right. at the end. He ran all the way downfield mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, I, 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 that stood out to me. I was like, oh, okay. Got a little something. You know, pads aren't on, but he he was there. He was there. I just want, and it's only two practices, right? Mm-hmm. And no pads. But I want all those people that said, oh, how could they take a linebacker at number 12? And it's like, he's not just any linebacker. He's special. And, Nick's, and I wish Nick's they were here. to it, man. He's I wish they were it. here to see so far what we've seen. Like, when they were doing those uh, pass rush drills at the beginning, Parsons was down by you doing right, the pass right. rush. Uh, yeah, and then right. the next thing we know, he was back in seven-on-seven seven as one of the linebackers. That would be, that's what we talked about on opening act. Do you know what opening act is? Explain to me what opening act is. Yeah, what's the, I hear it, but I'm not sure what it is. So, Mick, we're, we're going to scream your name tomorrow. So you yeah, yeah, remind me. So, you know. so, Nate and I do this thing. I'm, not, I'm still not real sure how we got <laughs> rooked into this, but – they, the way they let the crowd in out here at camp is they, they open the parking lot, and then once they open the parking lot, they open one set of gates and all the fans come in, and then there's another set of gates to go into the bleachers. So we're, we're, the, we're the, what do you call holding them? Holding pin. The, the, the holding pin. We're, yeah. the, we're, the, we're the carnies out there on You're the stage. You're the Bonnerman Bailey. Yeah, yeah. just barking talking things in, right? So Nate and I go out there and warm up the crowd for 30 minutes so they don't have to sit there and listen to the DJ, and I tell you what. You need to come out there and watch Nate work. Oh, I heard it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're talking about a professional carnival barker. <laughs> Nate Newton puts on Having a fun. show. I have yeah. never – like, usually I get grumpy Nate on the show. Right. And I get Nate that, you know, he doesn't want to have anything to do with – leave him alone. He's all <laughs> – he 
inviting folks up there to take pictures and wanting to talk to them and where are they from and raise your children up in the air and giving motivational speeches. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a work of art. You need to come check it out. Well, man. I've seen them in action out That's here at training camp. I saw I got out here in training camp <laughs> yeah. when, the, when the parking lot was where all Over the condos there. are yeah. now. That's where it started, I And think. he would stir everybody up. And then there was a that one week at the Star where we were out on the plaza doing the show on uh, on, on the stage, right? Mm -hmm. And he's out there with the handheld mic stirring people up. <laughs> I like it, man. That's a... You just play your role, man. I would say you missed your calling, but I, I don't think you missed your calling. I think yeah. I think you were meant to be an offensive and, lineman. And yeah. you probably weren't there for our uh, legend show. In the yeah. last one, I think we did, we were at uh, – one we did together. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings or yeah. Hooters, mm -hmm. and he was supposed to be part of the show. Well, he takes the wireless mic and goes out in the crowd and stirs people up. Yeah. Hey, man, let's do it. So you're Let's a, do it. You're a stirrer upper. Yeah, man. And guess who? Guess who came and gave me a bump at, at, after the opening ceremonies? Who? Mr. Jones. I heard you, baby. I heard you. Did he really? He heard <laughs> you out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Mickey heard you. Mr. Jones yeah, heard you. Everybody, everybody man. I'm gonna rock this thing, man. All right. Well, I'm you, happy to be here. If you come out to camp, come see me and Nate. We'll be up on the stage. Open we'll it up. Take pictures with you. You can ask a question. Tell us you listen to Hanging with the Boys. Tell us you listen to this show. What's your show, Mick? Talking Cowboys now. Okay. I'm, I'm, I got invited back. Oh, oh you did? Yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the talking. Emphasis on the invited. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mick, you brought up every time we've asked fans to give us a question both days out there, this question has come up, and you just brought it up. How are you going to get all these linebackers on the field? Do you see a rotation? Do you see – hey, this is a starting package, it sounds like it's going to be situational football as to who, who they get in there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think year? so. And, I, and and Dan Quinn talked about it yesterday when he did the interview out on the stage uh, right next to us here. Uh, he talked about, uh, you know, matching up the defense, having versatile packages because everybody wants to know, well, who's going to play, you know, and he's like, they're all going to play. And the way I'm going to get them all to play is have different packages to match up what the offense is presenting. If they got two tight ends on the field, we got this package. If they're in standard offense, we got this package. If they're going to go nickel, three wide receivers or four wide receivers, and I'm doing this. So that's how I think he thinks he's going to get Leighton Vanderish, Jalen Smith, Micah Parsons, Keanu Neal, and, and then maybe at some point Jabril Cox on the field uh, during games. Not you know Maybe you don't have to play the guys if it's a 75-snap game. you know Maybe they play 60. Maybe they play 55, something like that. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like there's going to be a huge rotation in there. Same thing at the safety position, too, because he's used a lot of different combinations back there. As a, offensive cor as a defensive coordinator, this is what I've heard about him. Not as a head coach, but as a defensive he 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 can he he has a knack for uh, talking guys into believing for playing for one another, mm -hmm. and uh, that, that's what I've heard as a coordinator. He's great at that. Hey, this is what we're gonna ask you to do. This is what we need you to do. We need for you to buy into this for this thing to be successful. What, what I mean is that you know when he was at the, with Seahawks, you never heard of guys being disgruntled. And I'm hoping that he can get these young guys to buy into this same method. And I was talking to a few coaches the other day, Skip, the running back coach. I said, man, 
I'm loving it that y'all got young guys I'm, I, and, 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 and free agents because what that does is we have nobody left saying the way we used to do it. Or, man, that, that, that ain't going to work. Everybody's open to what's happening. Mm-hmm. And he, even, even, even I think D-Law, he, he's bought into what is about to happen, you know. So if you get your veterans buying into it, you got the young guys that don't know buying into what you're trying to do, this can be successful. I just hope that we play the right guys early so this thing can come together about around the sixth or seventh game. And the right guys in the right position. Yes, sir. Like no more Jalen Smith trying to play weak side linebacker. You know, mm-hmm. that, that, that failed miserably. Wow. Uh, and, 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 you know, and everybody wanted to blame him, but he, he was out of position. That's not his spot. He should be in the middle going downhill, not dropping back into bass coverage on a darn running back. Has there, were there, you mentioned Parsons kind of showing a little bit. Is there anybody else that's kind of jumped out at you a little bit or is it a little too early to tell? Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, you can tell it when guys are in what they're supposed to be doing defensively. You know, Nashawn Wright continues to make plays every practice. He gets his hand on at least one ball, right? And, and, uh, and, and today was the first time, uh, and, and we didn't get to see him in, in, in the offseason, uh, Calvin Joseph, mm-hmm. he yeah. had a nice coverage on a deep ball, broke yeah. up the pass, yeah. and I was saying, oh, there's number 24. Um, so, you know, I, he's got some speed. He can get beat, but he's got catch-up speed. Uh, so that always helps. So, and then I, I think he caught one. He had a nice back down going across the middle early in the, in the, yes. uh, the two-minute drill. I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, and I, and I know it two days of practice, no pads. Okay, fine. But this year, last time, Dak was just mowing, through, just mowing through these guys. Yeah, it's a little bit more competitive. You see Diggs every day yes. coming up. You know he's what Diggs went through last year. I bet you his brother told him, "Say, look here, man. The first six games, you you faced top three wide receivers. Now I'm not saying that Dallas don't have a top wide receiver, but brother." It shouldn't be as hard, not the second year for this kid. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be as hard. We're not saying he's, you know, arrived, but he is playing with a lot of confidence this year, more than I saw last year. Tell you what, let's take a break. I don't know how many breaks we're going to take. We don't even know how long this show's supposed to be or how long it's going to go. <laughs> we just talk till it slows down, and then we just shut it down. Right, so right. we're going to take our first break. Might be the only break. Might not. We'll see. But we'll come back. When we come back, guys, I want to talk about second day of practice for Dak what you guys have seen from Dak, and then let's pick up the Randy Gregory conversation. Let's, okay. let's see why Brad has him in the Hall of Fame Ooh. and what Mickey wants to say about him, what Mickey observed today. When we come back, Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, Mickey Spagnola, William Boykin's man in the live streams, Chris Bean producing, making well, sure we stay the on the M&Ms. air. They're eating, they the eating M&Ms. all the, the M&Ms. M&Ms. If anybody from Mars Peanut is listening, flavor, man, please see. send us all your candy. We yeah. will eat every bit of it while we're at camp. <laughs> send it send it please all right we'll be right back this is camping out honey big news gary are you okay oh i'm not gary anymore i'm jackie flash what see i want the latest smartphone but the best deals are only for new customers so to get a new customer deal i changed my name to jackie flash okay but the best smartphone deals at at&t are for everyone new and existing customers 
That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Camping Out. Welcome back to Camping Out. Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, Mickey Spagnola, and fellas, we are at training camp. And the training camp is presented by American Airlines this year, as it has been the last several years. And we're back in Oxnard, California. That's where we're at right now. Check out all the excitement. For free, as fans can enjoy daily practices, activities, and more at the River Ridge Fields now through August the 12th. And don't miss Cowboys Back Together on July 31st, featuring live music, exclusive merchandise deals, prizes, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash training camp for more information and practice times. And you can come see me and Nate do, what are we calling that, the, the warm-up show? Yeah, the, opening act. Opening act. Opening act. Come see us. Before every out. practice, what, 30 minutes or 35, 40 minutes? It's kind of like break. this show. We don't really know. We just right. When we show up, we show up, and we, we shut it down when we shut it down. So it's, <laughs> it's at least 30 minutes, I yes. think. So. Yeah. All right, fellas, let's get, back into, let's get back into the defense. Let's stay with the defense. Oh, let me give you one update. Yes. Update. Cooper Rush left. I saw uh, the practice. Mm-hmm. He came back, but he never threw another pass. He never had another Diarrhea. rep. Uh, my understanding, it's back spasms. Oh. Okay. So they're going to see where that goes, but they decided to let it calm down. So the other two quarterbacks behind Dak, uh, Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert, got to That's a whole reps. lot of work. Mm-hmm. And there were times there when they were calling the seconds, DiNucci was going out with the seconds. So it was very interesting to see. If you think McCarthy the other day talked about how Danucci looked stronger, put on a little weight, mm-hmm. throwing the ball well. So we'll see where that goes. But that competition, that's going to go on through the whole training camp when we get to the star. And you know what? I'll guarantee you they keep their eye on that waiver wire because somebody's going to release a quarterback that has much more experience than any of those three guys combined. Mm. You know, uh, I, I'm not 
no scout. And I, I can't tell you about no no quarterback. I've always missed on quarterbacks, but uh, God forbid something happened to Dak for one or two games. But we we gotta have a guy that can come in and, and and actually win a game. So you're not sold on any of these three guys? Well, you know. I, Nah, nah, just be honest with you. I ain't going to even try to crack a joke and then no. Well, here's what Nate's saying. To be a successful backup quarterback, you have to have experience because you don't get to practice once the season starts. You get maybe a handful of reps, not in practice, the whole week. Right. So you got you got to, you know, quarterback gets hurt, Andy Dalton runs in. Well, Andy Dalton's got nine years of experience and went in and won the Giants game, right? Uh, so, you know, and then when poor Ben DiNucci got thrown in there, he's a rookie, seventh-round pick, no offseason, no preseason, and didn't get any practice leading up to that appearance. And then everybody's right. like, well, he doesn't have it. Well, yeah, well, what do you expect? So, but the key thing is they got lucky in 2016 when Romo went down and Dak stepped up and did what he did, mm -hmm. right? right? That doesn't happen often. See, um, yes, and, and at least after he got practice, right? The end of training camp, Dak got practice. He got to play preseason games. And then when the season started, he's practicing with the ones. It's not like he had to come cold off the bench and try to win a regular season game. Um, so, to me, at some point, with all these new quarterbacks that got drafted in the first round, some team's going to let a guy go that's got, you know, 30 games of experience. These three guys, two combined games of starters, as starters. You know, they've played in games, but two starts. That's it. One for Danucci and one for Gilbert. See, what, what I, and all I ask is, and we went through this two or three years ago, whoever you don't play Let's don't play. Oh, we're gonna give all these guys all the reps. If you like Gary Gilbert, if you like uh, Mr. Danucci, all the reps, all the reps. And when preseason start, two quarters minimum. Give these guys everything. Don't don't get eight guys two minutes a quarter. Give that one guy everything you can give him. Uh, that, and now I will feel comfortable because they at least have seen. A, a few different things, but just to bring a guy in cold, man, and, and and we need this year to be a positive year. We do not need a negative at all this year. And that's a very important position, as we found out last year, right? You don't win if you're starting four quarterbacks in the in in the same season. Thank you. So, and, and Nate, you know, I'll guarantee you what happens. And here's the benefit of that fourth preseason game. They're not going to play any starters in that Hall of Fame game. So I would imagine these young quarterbacks will get the, all the snaps. I bet Dak, you know, you remember how Dak yeah. answered? He said, do you want to play in preseason? Yes, I want to play in preseason. Do you, do you think you'll, you'll play in the, in, in the Hall of Fame game? I want to play in preseason. <laughs> yeah. So I think he answered the question. Well, since you flipped it on me, Sorry. Mick, and you had to do your update, and your update's <laughs> about the quarterbacks, and you mentioned Dak, it's going to be real hard for me to go to Randy Gregory and right, back to right, Dak, so right. let's just talk about Dak. <laughs> what have you seen from Dak? Is it is it too early? The, the ankle, to me, looks like a non-issue, and he talked about it. And you know, I'm going to tell you this. This is how you know Dak is a good guy. In his press conference, you know, last, in the offseason, he addressed it and said, I'm buried the injury. I don't want to talk about it anymore, guys. I want to move forward. 
comes out here, guess what the first line of questioning is? Everything's about the ankle. And he even brings it up and said, I, I said I wanted to bury it. But then he proceeded to answer every single question. If that would have been me. You would have buried it. I would have been like, look, guys, I told you it's over with. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But Dak, being the guy that he is. The face. Dude, he answered every single question about it. So that stood out to me as like, okay, he, he, he's a good dude, right? Yeah. But other than that, on the field, I don't see any resemblance of, of the injury at all. Do you see him? You know what? When I was – even before they got to OTAs and, and the minicamp, and so we can see him when he's doing his rehab mm-hmm. out there with Britt Brown. And I remember one day he was doing it, and he was running, and he was doing these different drills. And I was like, so which ankle was it? The, the, the right or the left? Couldn't even tell. I couldn't tell, and you can't tell now either. So I think that speaks volumes. Now it's just a matter of taking snaps and seeing the field after you didn't do it for, well, however many Eight, months nine, between nine, nine. October and now. So that, that, that's what he needs preseason for, just to get back to seeing the field. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, due to the fact that I try to focus on, you know, you know, I don't have the IQ of Mick, you know, so – I'm trying to focus on the D line or the, or the eyesight. Yeah, out of eyesight. So, out of walkability, because I'd be out there in the chair. Uh, anyway, <laughs> somewhere sitting down. Anyway, it, when I do glimpse at Dak, it, it's like he's Dak. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some guy was saying something. Dak, 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 Dak. And I'm like, I want to just tell him, "Come on, man. Have you ever been to a training? This, this is Dak. This is this is what he do. You know, he's a professional." He's always about his team. Uh, just like you say, he talked yesterday or uh, the other day about his in the press conference, and it always went back to team. I don't care how it started. Oh, uh, did Zeke get a vaccination? Da, 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 whatever, the team. Do, do, do. Did this guy do this? The, the team. He, he always takes it back to team. And when he come into that huddle for the first time, he, certain guys he all, hey, he talking to. It's, it's Dak, man, Dak. Uh, he's throwing. And the thing I like about Dak, a good practice player, but not a great practice player. Because you see him mm-hmm. do something weird sometimes. You're like, what in the world? That was even his rookie year. Yeah, he was you know, never great in yeah. practice. Yeah, so you're saying, that's that, you know. Mm-hmm. Because, because, but you know he cares. So the limit I've seen, besides that uh, scramble drill where he hit C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. down the oh. – Yeah. Well, yeah, that's when he shocks you. Sometimes when he just launched that thing, you know. A couple of things yeah. that, have, that have jumped out to me, and these are – could be minor things to most people, but in his press conference, and he talked about he had rehabbed with Blake Jarwin, right? right. And they had rehabbed in the offseason together because they're both going through injuries. And the first ball he threw in practice was to Blake Jarwin because right. it was that big of a deal for both of them to be back. Little things like that to me, that's what make you a leader. That's what make the guys on the team want, want to work for you. And after practice today – Everybody's going off the field. He went over and he talked to Coach McCarthy, went back out and ran ran sprints. He was running with the tight ends. With the tight ends. With Blake and, and Dalton Schultz. And Dalton Schultz. Running sprints with And them. see, and the other thing he did when, when you mentioned that he always goes back to team right. and you mentioned his rehab, mm-hmm. he went out of his way to basically thank Britt Brown for his dedication during the rehab, mm-hmm. that, that this guy brought me along better than anybody else could have done it. Britt's the team's associate trainer and head of their rehabilitation program. 
and we know Britt does a He's great a job, right? Yeah. And it, it's He's no nonsense, beast. right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's no lie, and I wrote it in my column yesterday, that guys would rather practice than do rehab with Britt. <laughs> he don't play, man. Because, he, yeah, because you play. know, when you practice, and say you're a wide receiver, yeah. and they run a play, you and get you're a downfield, the next wide receiver goes right. in. Britt don't give you no break. Right. You're on the cords nonstop. Yeah. And Go as, this direction, this direction, this direction. And, 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 as, and as LC said, Lael Collins said today, he was talking about his rehab with Britt, and he goes, you know, he walks around with all them cords, right? He goes, and they ain't no fool. You know, yeah. they, that, that, that's, that's serious stuff, them right, cords. Right, right. And, uh, and, yeah, so, but he went out of his way to thank them. And, and then the other thing he did was he talked about, when he first went in for the first play, how he crossed the line, and he, he said, I was thinking, the band's back together. I got Lael Collins over here. I got Tyron Smith over here. I got Blake Jiren out here. Zach Martin's out here. We're all healthy, and we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't about him. It was about it's all mean. the guys he was rehabbing with. And one thing that I've – maybe it's just because I've, I'm paying more attention to him this year, but it seems like – He's walking up to guys after plays more often. Oh, no. Like the wide receivers and even the DBs. He's letting the DBs know that was incomplete or you were out of bounds. But he's, he's talking to the wide receivers about – they come back to the line of scrimmage and he walks up to him and he says, hey, even after catches, this, this – Early he, in, he early in uh, I believe it was seven on seven, he, he, he threw a pass to, to Gallup and it looked like they weren't on the same page. And he immediately walked over there, kind of said, hey, and I could see he was talking to him. Here's what I saw. That's and you didn't see it the same as I did, mm-hmm. basically. And the same thing with C.D. Lamb yes. early in the two minutes. Yes, he went back to back to Lamb because uh, Diggs came up on him and batted one down, sweet. And then he put him on the other side, and he going down the, and he hit, tried to hit him on a quick one, and, and C.D. wasn't even there. He, Dak looked at him, you know, I ain't never seen Dak looked at him like, hey, back. Get you, you know, <laughs> and, uh, sort of but, like Troy would do, right? Um, and that, and you hear me say that every year, you know, Jesse, uh, you know, our other guy, he had, he said he got the inside scoop. Well, tell your boy, ask your boy about the inside scoop. When is that gonna take over and start letting these suckers know they're running the wrong route? And today I saw it. So Jesse, I don't need your help anymore. <laughs> don't please don't don't text Jesse that. I'll, he'll I mean, you crying. already left him on the porch. Yeah, so he don't need yeah. any more bad news. Yeah, for he real. Need more bad news. All right, talk about Randy Gregory real quick. What? Why does Brad have him in the Hall of Fame already? Well, first of all, it, this is first full and Mick. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is first full off season with the team with no breaks. He's since, out since, since his rookie since, year. Since his rookie year. He's been in the league, what, five, six years? Since 15. So. This would be his fourth year. But he missed two yeah. years. Yeah, right? oh, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying actual playing football four yeah, years. Yeah, he's a four-year guy. And and Brad was like – and so it started in Mickey and Brad, their roommate. So I went up there to get some information from Mickey. And it started with – and I said, man, who y'all thinking? And he just went off. I'm going with – I'm going with Randy. I'm going with Randy. I remember when he was a rookie. I mean, he telling about his body. He just, I mean, he going over everything. And so the day we walk out there and I'm sitting there chilling, my man is number 94. Look at his legs now. Oh, da, 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 da. I said, man, kind of look like uh, uh, D. Ware, you know. Uh, yeah, DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus Ware. And like, yeah, that's him. That's him. And the worst thing could have happened, right? One step outside, 
leaned outside. Tyron went with him. He went up on the Tyron man. He was about his chest about this far off the ground. Boom! And you know, you know, even Big Seventy Seven looked at him like, "Whoa!" You know, boy, Brad came unglued. <laughs> Brad came. I say, Brad, settle down, man. I'm telling you. I'm, and so everything he did, he made four good plays out of the day, and every one of them, you would have thought that he was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Brad. Not the great Brad Sham. <laughs> the great Brad Sham. Minus the shorts. Yeah. And the boots. Yeah. Look, we're going to nickname him Rubber Band Man. Yeah. He can contort his body like no one else can and dip. And, and, and as Nate said, you know, what caught everybody's eye when he was a rookie, they got that little circle yes, thing. Yes, sir. It's like and a big hula hoop. Yeah, yeah. big hula hoop, And you got to run around it, mm -hmm. right? And you got to be able to bend and lean inside, and he's got the unbelievable lean you've ever seen. And now he's stronger. He's, he's been in football now for uh, a year and a half. Yes. Like last year was a yes, half sir. a year, and the whole offseason – uh, and now he's here in training. This is his first training camp since 2018. Yes. Uh, and I'll tell you what, he looks powerful. And and it's unfair when they say the firsts are out there and the second line's out there because that poor left tackle's in trouble. And I don't care if it's Naseki or Ball or who they decide to put out there. He, uh, he's the is number 79. 79, yeah. The guy that we're watching closely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I noticed early in practice when they're doing, I guess, the, the individual team, the, the group drills, mm. Leon was working with Randy mm. kind of one-on-one while the rest of the D-line was doing their own thing. What, what's that all about? He was, he, was working, he was working him around, showing him technique and stuff, but why, why did he have Randy kind of singled out as opposed to – Just probably – just probably something he saw, and then Randy wanted to work on it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Cat would get over there. Cat let him get Cat get, things. does the yeah, hand the stuff. Hands. Yeah. He loved with the big pads on his arms. He loved yeah. you But he knows that hands. the defensive yeah. end has to learn, you know, use his hands. He learned it from Randy White. Yeah. Randy White learned it from Bob Ward, right. the, the former Late strength Bob and conditioning Ward. coach that passed away last month. Yeah. And, and, and they've all passed it down. But you've got to be able to use your hands. As a matter of fact, after practice today, I don't know if you saw it, but Tyron Smith and Micah Parsons, Micah Parsons was getting a, a, basically a private lesson from Tyron Smith on how to rush the quarterback. And one of the things he was showing him, because Parsons was doing two things that had to be corrected. One, he was trying to use this spin move, but he was using it before he made contact yes. with the guy. That's the worst and so, way. you know, when the, when, if I'm here and, and the guy's – Wait on him, huh? Yeah, you just go ahead, spin, but I ain't, <laughs> I ain't, I'm not going with yeah. you, right? Uh -huh. You know, it's kind of like that – I forgot the movie where the guy had the big sword and he did all this stuff and then the other guy pulled out Indiana the gun. Indiana Jones, and, man. Yeah, and yeah. pulled out the gun and shot him, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's what this – this is the same uh, thing. Right, right. You know? well, I hope they don't shoot him. And, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then and then he was showing him when he did the spin move how he had to use his hands to chop the hand down and by the end of it he he put a move on Tyron and Tyron had this big smile on his face like okay it's like a proud he, papa he's huh? got it right yeah. but it was it was it was a good one-on-one -on -one session you needed to see it but yeah and, and and that's one of the things Randy I think has is learning how cattle teach him how to use your hands even more on the move Yes. On the move. See, it's one thing, you know, when you, you know, 
a lot of guys, they'll, they'll grab you and then they, they feet will freeze or they'll chop down and they're about to fall on their face. It's one thing when you can, when you can be moving, boy, you know, that great Bruce Lee, you know, he used to be moving and all of a sudden he hit you in the face and you'd be on the ground. Just put it all together. Huh? And here's together. the other thing, because when everybody looks at a defensive end, they judge defensive ends on their sacks, how, how well you run, rush the quarterback. You've got to be able to set the edge against the run. Yes, you And do. he did it twice uh, in, in, in practice today. The one time uh, they tried to get, bounce the ball outside with Zeke, and he set the edge, got outside, and turned it back in, which is that's what the defense has to do. And then later on when they were in team, they tried an end around with C.D., and he beat C.D. to the edge. And, and, and basically it would have been a five-yard loss if they were a tackling. A bit worse than that. Yeah, right? I mean, he, he read it and got out there. He's pretty good against the run. And one thing people don't understand about him, and it was one of the traits DeMarcus Ware had that people didn't understand, how strong they were, how strong they were with their hands at the line of scrimmage. Uh, and and I, I'm looking for big things from him. So, so are you going on record, Mick, as saying – Randy Gregory is your favorite for Defensive Player of the Year on the Cowboys? Uh, at this point, I, 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 yes. All right. What about offense? You got offensive pick? Yet? And if it's not him, it'll be Micah Parsons. Okay. Oh, that big on Micah? Oh, absolutely. Right. Tell him, Nate. Man, Michael Parsons. What about I offense? Just, you got a, you got a got pet a pick, cat on man. offense? <sighs> or you want to wait a little bit? Yeah. You You'll be back on the show. Uh, well, you know be... what, Mick? This was good. You didn't talk too much. You let Nate talk. You didn't. I wasn't talking, Mickey. No, you you did good. So we'll bring you back. You can come back anytime you want. But we're he's not, telling that to every guest. We ain't, so. we ain't done yet. Oh, <laughs> we got twenty minutes. No, we literally we this show is however long we however want. However you want to make it. Yeah. Let me say this right here, man. For the two days of non-padded practice, mm -hmm. these guys have been crisp. You've not heard the coaches talk about a lot of blown assignments. Maybe, maybe they, they, a lot of coaches like to coach through the bad and then correct on the on the film. Uh, so uh, these guys have been crisp. Now the pads come on uh, because when when that young kid Gregory beat the big man Tyron Smith, Tyron went to the back and he did this, you know. And I like, okay, yeah, he said he missed his punch. You know, he's saying slipped off and missed his punch. So Tyron said, once he gets some pads on, I can get some meat on you. When I grab you, you're gonna be hanging on the ground. So uh, it's just it's just good to see all those guys back, the injured guys with the new guys, and the enthusiasm to be out there. And yes. They should be enthusiastic because they practice two days and they off a day. They practice two days. So everybody should stay fresh and everybody and, should be ready. And you know what? And I've, and I've heard this from not players but folks in the organization, how McCarthy does a good job of keeping his guys fresh yeah. in training camp, not overworking them. Like when they had the first day of practice and then it said no practice. Well, it wasn't an off day. You know, they did their what right. they call uh, – mock game it was a walkthrough later mm -hmm. that later that day uh and it, they they had meetings but he decided that okay we did this now let's make sure they're fresh and then they'll practice uh today tomorrow uh sun, sun what, what monday, we they'll be off and monday they're off so yeah, it was practice Saturday. on thursday saturday sunday and then the, you had to have the mandatory play uh player day off but Somebody pointed out to me what everybody forgets is on 
got here Tuesday, right? On Wednesday, they had their uh, conditioning test. Right. So that's almost like a practice because you're doing a lot of running, mm -hmm. and he's trying to preserve their legs. And, and knowing that they're going to be here a week more than everybody else because yep. of that fourth preseason game, which they like, right? Because now you're going to get to see these younger guys play more and get them more snaps uh, and sort out the competition, Nate, that I think we're seeing backup quarterback, backup offensive tackle, um, you know, and then at all the positions on defense, basically. So, yeah, but he's got to keep them fresh because Nate will tell you at times when they left training camp, and he wasn't there for Wichita Falls. I was one year, yeah, one oh. year. Wow, that was as Daryl Daryl Johnson used to point out. He said the worst condition I was ever in is when we finished training camp because <laughs> yeah. they just worked beat, them beat so hard, just beat them to death in the heat. And but, so you gotta you gotta be careful. I was gonna shut it down, Chris and William. I apologize. I was gonna let you guys have the <laughs> afternoon off early, but Mickey wants to keep talking. So you know what? Let's take another break. We might turn this into. Talking camping out before this thing's <laughs> all over. Let's take a break. I got a bonus segment. This one's going to be all about Mickey and Nate. It might not even have anything to do with football. Uh -oh. We'll see. Just hang in there. Right. It, this might be great. This might be terrible. Tune back in to find out. We're going to take our last break. We come back on Talking Camping Out. <laughs> hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. When there's work to be done, a real workhorse can make all the difference. Like the Range Boss Package. Our 5075E John Deere 75 horsepower tractor features a bell spear and loader and starts at $369 per month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. It works like a horse, so you don't have to. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now, let's get to work. Back, back to Camping Out. Welcome back to the show. Talking Camping Out. Last segment of the day. We'll be back What's today? Saturday. We'll be back tomorrow. We got practice yes, tomorrow. Yes. We'll be back at the same time, same place. Tune back in. We don't know who our special guest will be, but we'll let you know tomorrow when you tune in. 
and single-game tickets. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys at AT AT&T Stadium this season. We still have a limited number of single-game standing room-only tickets. They're on sale now. Get yours today at DallasCowboys.com slash tickets. You'll want to be there. Football is back, baby. Football is back. Man, it was good to see the fans. I mean, full. Full stands today. Bleachers were bleachers yeah. were completely full. Both yep. sets of bleachers. The middle VIP stuff was full. It was it it was. We're slowly things are going to be a little bit different this year, but I think in a good way. And then I fully expect next year everything will be back to normal. There was uh, there was even people looking from their balconies in the condos. Oh, that's a so many. That's so a, many. Yeah, I Facebooked a lot of that out and tweeted a lot of that out because I thought that was that's amazing, man. I remember Chicago is kind of set Wrigley up like Field. that. Wrigley Field. Yeah, set up like that. So, I mean, wow. I, that's just, the that's con- great. So the condos, so just yeah. so you know, we're at Residence Inn here, and, and we basically take over the whole complex and take all the rooms, and then the practice fields are right outside the rooms, right off yeah. the tennis court. And they've, they've left this set up for, for years. Yes. Uh, used Raiders. To be, used to be old high school, though. The Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Raiders had training camp here. Yeah. So, and then it's been a carryover. For, and then right. I think the Saints were out here one year, and the, the Rams have used it, I think. Rams have used it. Yes, they have. And they used it in the uh, their first off season. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then when we showed up, they had to vacate. Bye-bye. <laughs> and they used to, it used to be surrounded by a parking lot where you could park and come Just to Just open fields. Right. And then they sold that, I guess. Yes. And then they built these really nice condos around basically half of the, the field. But this year, a lot of the balconies around the condos, they're Looked like they were They're throwing finished. parties. Yeah, oh, yeah. They finally finished them up after the last time. There we was were one here. guy. He, he had a. He looked like it, it wasn't a window. It was a door, and there was this little balcony. And he was sitting in the shade with his arms crossed like this, looking out that Just door. Watching. Yeah, and it's like three stories high, I think, or whatever. Yeah. And then there were other people. They must have had ladders because they were looking over the wall, great yeah. wall, right? And right. no one's that tall. There's like I a 20-foot wall, and there were probably yeah. six or seven people that they built a scaffolding or something or, or a ladder. So and it, so the people that's next to the opening act, we woke them up this morning. They just did. came out like, wow, right. what is all this noise? Yeah, right. And we cheered them on, and they f- finally the whole family showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so my question in this bonus segment is, Mickey, how long have you been a part of the organization? Since 2000. Since 2000. So this is 21 years. And, and Brad's been around for, what, 40? Well, n- not – he was – he – this is his 42nd training camp. Okay. So he was at, – at one point it was KRLD, then it was KVIL, whoever had the, uh, the broadcast rights, the, the flagship station. Okay. And then – Eventually, it ended up being with the Cowboys, and yeah, and now it's the fan. So, uh, but this was his 42nd training camp, and this was my, it was my 36th. But the first one, two, three, four, like the first four, I only came for a week. I was like the backup writer, mm-hmm. and then when Jerry bought the team in '89, that was my first year to cover them full time. Okay, but I was for the newspaper, the Dallas Times Herald. Gotcha. And you guys, you guys are roommates this year. Yes. And you've been roommates Since, a few years, right? I can't remember the last time we weren't, other than the one year they gave me a room to myself after we had the bus accident. They were trying to be nice to me. So <laughs> I got that room right next to the swimming pool over there. Yeah, which can be a blessing or a curse. Yes, right. It's 
it's close to the pool, depending, but depending uh, yeah. on the extracurricular activities exactly. it keeps you up at night. So what is a two legend Cowboys staff legends that share a room? Walk me through a typical after practice, after what do you and old Brad Sham, the voice of the Cowboys, do you just go in there and shotgun beers at night? Do you, nah, are you ripping shots of fireball? Nah, or nah, what, nah. what do y'all what do y'all do? Twenty years ago maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, we'll talk about practice, but mm-hmm. other than that, you know, Brad will be turning on the Cubs game, and, you know, and uh, now it's the Olympics. Right. He told me ping pong was on today. Oh. Big, big time, right? Big time. Uh, last night I was tried to stay awake because I can't quit sleeping on Central Time. I'm waking up at 5 in the morning, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to stay up later, and I tried watching the Olympics, and some form of karate was on, and I, I – I was out. Um, but, you know, just general stuff, you know. Just guy stuff. Just it's not, But not, not just crazy, talking huh? football all the time. No, not at all. all right. We'll go you? to dinner every once in a while. Yeah. Get out. Get off campus here. Uh, get out. And, but, yeah, no, n- nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Man, I was expecting a lot better story than that. Well, now, if you ask me about that, 30, and that's training, training camp that 30 bonus. years ago yeah. or something, yeah, when we were in – I don't know how I'm we, not. I'm not going to ask Nate anything about thirty years. I don't know. Ago, that's I don't a know. Whole show by itself. I don't know how we survived Austin to tell you the truth. Right. I don't know about you. Ooh, Sixth Street boy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do at night, Nate? What's a typical afternoon like for you? You asleep oh, by man. five o'clock? No, nah, nah, I go to the room, talk to my wife anywhere from five minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a very big window. Yeah, five minutes yeah. To an hour. Uh, you know, five minutes to an hour. Uh, and then I, you know, then I, I try to just. I look at the Olympics, then I play Word Cookie and read books. What's Word Cookie? It's just the little thing on your iPad. It's spelling words and stuff like that. You okay. know, you I know do what? That right there. You yeah. should probably play it more because you're still terrible with names. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna stay that way. <laughs> people say, "Do you ever try to change?" I said, "People love me as please I am." Yeah, please don't. Please <laughs> don't. People love please me don't. as I am. Please don't. What like, are you like? Deja Blue. Why would you call it De- Deja Blue? You know what I'm saying? Just mess up the name on purpose. I think you do that half the time. <laughs> what are you looking for tomorrow, Nate, before we get out of here? I'm looking for a linebackers in secondary. Okay. And mainly where these two guys they got from the the Falcons, where they're going to be playing at. All right. Yeah. And they keep moving them around. Thank you. And, you know, and, and, and one of the guys, and I didn't realize this guy was this big, J. Ron Curse. Mm-hmm. He must be like six. You know, Trahan told me six four. He, today Joe Trahan told me he is Javon Curse's nephew. Oh, sweet! Really? Yeah, yeah. that's what. The unless freak. unless PR gave me some bad information. The free. That's then that's his nephew. I was so. trying to find his 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 size Sorry. here. What are you They're, looking for tomorrow? He's six four, I mean, two twenty two, and when he goes, you know, when they're in base and mm-hmm. and he's, I guess the strong safety. He, he's in the slot. Well. The shadow's going to cover that guy. <laughs> if it's one of yeah. those 5'9", you know, munchkin uh, yeah, wide guys. receivers. Yeah. yeah. What are you watching tomorrow? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep an eye on probably the second team offensive line. Okay. Why? Because, number one, I mentioned it, right? You need a backup swing tackle. Mm-hmm. Number two, you need a backup center. Mm-hmm. They don't have a guy on the roster that played center in the NFL last year. Uh, other than Biotish, who's your starter. So at some point, you've got to have a backup. And I noticed, you know, when they, they uh, do stretch, 
the quarterbacks go and take snaps from the the centers. So it's Biadish, uh, Far, Farniak. Is that how you say it? Farniak. Mm, close enough. Uh, Farniak. Uh, Be careful with that name. S- yeah, Smith. Uh, he's a rookie. Um, he, he's a rookie um, free agent that they they signed, and then. Uh, Connor Williams is still over there uh, snapping. And as a matter of fact, at one point in practice, he, he was working with the second team as the center. Mm, interesting. You remember the snap that went over? Yeah. 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 That was him? That was him. <laughs> All right. It was shotgun, by the way, too. So. Okay. Yeah, and the ball was shotgunned over his head, too, <laughs> by the way. So, anyway, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on those guys because they need one or two or the three of those guys to be backups. And we saw last year how important that is. What happened to Looney? What happened to Joe Looney, our guy? They didn't re-sign him. I know, but why? Did you, well, did you hear anything about it? I think they decided that they needed to maybe get younger, get better. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the only thing. Look, the only reason, I mean, when he got hurt and Biotis started at center, and I think it was four, four games in a row, he had won the starting spot. Mm-hmm. He was going to be the center, and then he pulled his hamstring before the, was it the Pittsburgh game? It yeah, was, yeah, he bent Pittsburgh. over to get a, it was a hot dog rolling on the field. Right, yeah. <laughs> he and, bent over. And, and then they brought Ludy in there, and I think for just to have some continuity, they, they left him there. But I thought Biotish had beat him out. Mm. Uh, I like. him. I wouldn't have went back. I went, I, yeah, I was praying that boy get hurt and get healthy, and I love Looney. I love the dancing bear. But this team needed to go in a different direction. So right. when this year started, he would have some reps already in place. Right, and 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 you know, and he's unsigned. So if you get to the point where you don't like any of these other guys, yeah. that say, hey, Joe, you know, yeah. we love you, um, but here's a one-year deal for minimum. Yeah, and that's about all they can afford these days. So I'm going to keep an eye on that second unit. All right. uh, there's another guy that you pointed out. Um, was it 67? 67, yeah, the dancer. The dancer, when they're that's warming Smith, that's up. That's Smith. That you Eric yeah. Smith, mm-hmm. yeah. And so keep it, uh, they had him at guard. I thought he was a tackle, but he, he, they had him at guard uh, most of the day. And then uh, the rookie, Josh Ball, because I think he's in play for that backup swing tackle spot uh, if Naseki doesn't impress him. All right. Yeah, and bro, Broadus said he need to get some strength. Broadus ball. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah, All you right. know, and he has, and he just because uh, he had another year of college he could have played. Yeah, uh, he decided to come out. Well, fellas, Nate, this was good. Yeah, Mick, man, it come back style. anytime. Hopefully, Mick. you'll invite me back. Yeah, hey, you got an open invite, man. Anytime. All right, you yeah, I'm, back, I think I'm gonna get us. me another chair because this chair done wobbled on me twice. Don't, you oh, know what that yeah. looks like? It looks like the Crawford Kerr chair yeah. from uh, yeah. from the team meeting room at the so ranch. I'm about to do me we a different chair. Deal. Two wobbles, you got to get rid of. One wobble, you find. Yeah, two wobbles. Like you driving, you wobble once, you okay. Wobble twice, pull over, go take a nap. Yeah. All right, Mick. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us, Nate. Thanks for joining us, William. Thanks for keeping us live. Chris, thanks for producing and keeping us on track. We will be back tomorrow with a, another special guest. This has been Camping Out Live Camping out, from baby. Dallas Cowboys Training Camp in Oxnard, California, presented by American Airlines. Woo-wee! Let's go. And I hope it's somebody This has else. been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!